Yeah, it it was like I was trying to escape through utilizing the opposite sex. And I, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with having someone around, but when it becomes something where you're trying to escape from someone, or I'm sorry, from a situation or an uncomfortable situation or a mood to self-soothe, um, through the use of another person, it's 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 toxic and it's it does more harm than it does good. Whew. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast, Purposely Venting. I am your host, Tonisha, and on this podcast, we like to talk about all things relevant, anything that has to do with evolving, growing, wellness, trauma, anything that's going to help us to overcome, and we like to realize our strategy, ourselves, and the way to overcome through the gift of talking out loud. So I just want to thank you all for joining me. If you are returning, welcome back, girl, or boy, whatever. Um, and yeah, we like to have fun over here. We like to keep it real, um, but we like to keep it real respectful to self. So yeah, if that sounds like something you're interested in, please consider subscribing. So before I get into it, I wanted to let you all know that, well, not let y'all know. Let me take that back. I wanted to get into the five things that I am grateful for. I'm starting to make this more of a habit on this podcast in particular because I think that gratitude is a it's a portal. It's a portal to the unknown. I don't know what it's, what that's going to be for you, but for me, it is definitely a grateful heart. Um, allows me to connect to my heart more and allows me to look at the glass as half full as opposed to half empty. So boom, let's get into it. Grateful for this podcast. Super duper duper grateful for this podcast. I'm grateful for the money that I do have in my account. Um, I'm grateful for my kids. I am grateful to be able to be on a journey of healing and um, discovering myself. And I'm also grateful to be able to have a roof over my head, clothes on my back, shoes on my feet, you know, just shelter. The standard, nothing wrong with the standard. So um, we don't have really any announcements over here. I do have an Instagram page. I don't really even know what the name is. I think it's purposely underscore venting. So if you're on Instagram and you want to join that, feel free. If not, that's all good. So with that, I will jump right into our discussion for this week, and that is seeking validation and approval. Or equally the same, escaping through others. Before I do, I just wanted to give a disclaimer. I am not a licensed therapist or counselor, and I am mainly speaking from personal experiences and realizations. So please do not take what I say verbatim. Please take what you like, what resonates with your soul, and leave the rest. Um, Whatever resonates with you, whatever speaks volumes to you, please feel free. So yeah, with that, yesterday, I was triggered I was absolutely triggered yesterday, um, like a trauma trigger. I had a great day yesterday. I went to, I went on my walk. I usually do like Sunday. I try to make my walks every Sunday. I walk anywhere from five to seven miles. And I, you know, I wear my little ankle weights. And then yesterday I tried to do even better by adding in whole foods after. I wanted to go there, get a juice and then get a salad and then sit there, read and write and just spend time with myself. And then after that, I went to Trader Joe's, got some groceries. Amongst those groceries was these, um, these chili mango things, so good, but they're super duper sweet. It's almost like you're eating candy. And I notice as I'm driving home, it's, it's good while I'm eating the mango. I'm like, okay, this is good. Damn, this is sweet, you know. But then as I'm driving, I'm like, okay, I pull up home and then drop. I just get extremely sad. And then I even notice, I'm like, wow, that song was really sad. Thinking that it was a song, I'm like, wow, that song was really sad. So onward I go. 
throughout my day feeling sad and triggered, not really knowing what just happened because the day just got off to such a great start. I'm like, what is going on? So, of course, my antennas are up and so on and so forth. And in this time of me trying to figure out what's going on but not being able to, I started like reaching out to like my kid's dad, like why haven't the boys called me, what's going on, and just trying to pick fights with him and then hypervisionally looking at my phone um, and just being so emotionally disrupted and dysregulated. And have you ever just been there? You just don't know what's going on. You're just so disrupted. You're so dysregulated and you don't know what's going on. Are you thinking about like, okay, you just, you just want to get out of it. So I didn't notice at the time, but I was, I was pretty hypervisionally looking at my phone, looking to see if somebody was on a call or text me. And I wasn't doing that earlier. I had put my phone on airplane mode and I was just all about having a great day and taking it slow and having a peaceful day. But then after this trigger, I was just all of a sudden just hypervisionally looking at my phone to see who was going to text me. Um... And I was really looking out like for people, like I was looking for to see if somebody was going to text me, primarily if a male was going to text me to help me to get past my mood. I just wanted a man to text me to help be there for me in this time of need, quote unquote. So I've been doing a lot of learning about maladaptive and adaptive um, regulations, how we adapt to certain situations, how we maladapt. And maladaptive is primarily like when you do something to self-regulate, like, um, but it's not good. It's kind of on the toxic side. It's like um, most people, it could be drugs and alcohol. It could be sex. It could be, you know, promiscuous. promiscuous? I don't even know how to say the other word, promiscuity. I don't know. Um, (laughs) Don't get me lying over here. Um, You know, it could be anything of the sort, anything that's not necessarily a benefit to helping you to get out of the mood. Like, it does more harm when you're done with it than it does to actually getting you past the mood. So that's maladaptive. And then there's adaptive, you know, the things that you do to self-regulate. These things could be like yoga, um, self-talk, exercising, feeling your feeling, writing, um, drinking some water, sitting down and just being present. Anything that's going to help you to do it yourself, not, uh, not rely on any type of substance or anything outside of yourself to help you to regulate, but it's, it's, it's things that you can do to make um, the process. It's not as, you know, it's not as um, mind-grabbing as the maladaptive, but it certainly does help in the long run. And primarily, we learn these things when we're younger, When we are kids, we learn how to self-regulate, and we learn how to self-regulate by looking at the people around us. We are completely and totally mirror people. We go, we do what they do, Um, most especially from the ages of, I believe, five to nine. Like We we are looking at our environment, and we are trying to uh, imitate what's going on. So if you grew up in a household that was full of hell and chaos, chances are you've grown up with some maladaptive personality traits as opposed to adaptive because everybody's yelling and arguing and they're, they're dealing with their trauma in um, toxic sort of ways as opposed to having a serene environment um, where you can let all you can adapt to certain situations and get past them in very positive ways. You're not, you're not modeled that. You're modeled something completely different. And if you're like me, you grew up in a household where it was very dysregulated. Things were very maladaptive. People yell, people scream, people argue, people drank, people smoke, people party, people turned up, people got angry and fought. You know, that's what I saw as a young girl growing up. So naturally, you know, let me shift in my chair. Naturally, I am a 33-year-old woman who, you know, maladapted, if you will, to kind of survive, which is the resiliency of a child, so to speak, even though that's not resiliency at all. 
So you have those two. Um, and I, I do want to say too, trauma, everybody has trauma. Everybody has trauma. Even people who grew up in households that are quote unquote perfect, they have some sort of thing that they have to work through too. It's just, it is what it is. Like everybody has a story and you wouldn't be the person you are if you didn't go through those things. Not saying that you should have went through those things and blah, 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 I'm just saying based off experience, everyone has trauma and we all have to get past those things, you know? We all um, have a story, and that's what makes us so great, and that's what makes us so accomplished and relatable and just a, a part of the collective human experience. Um, so anyways, go back to the story. So I couldn't figure it out. I ended up talking to someone that night. It was a guy, of course, and I just felt a lot of shame around it. I felt a lot of shame being on the phone with him, not because you know he knew, and I didn't even tell him about the day, but because... I knew. I knew what I was doing. I knew that I was kind of using this person to get past what I was going through, the emotions. Even though I didn't call him, he called me, completely called me. I just felt a lot of shame. And that's what ma- the, that's what maladaptive um, personality traits have done for me, or um, actions have done for me. They made me feel a lot of shame after doing it. Like, I go fight and go get it, and I finally get it. And then while I'm experiencing, I feel very embarrassed where I'm not being my full self. I'm not showing up as my full self because I already know what I'm doing. I'm utilizing this person to help me get past a dysregulation in mood and temperament. Um, so I didn't really know that. I didn't know that at all last night. I just knew that I wanted to get off the phone eventually and I wanted to kind of like come to my senses, but I was having like a hard time meditating. I was having a hard time writing. I just didn't want to do anything. I just wanted to tap out and get on to YouTube and just kind of like um, scroll until I was tired, which is what I did, so to speak. Um, so when I got up this morning, I tried to do my regular routine of meditating and doing some yoga and doing something productive before I, you know, go out and get the money. And I, it just it just wasn't working. So it wasn't until I started chanting the, um, I'm sorry, please forgive me, I thank you, I love you chant, that it kind of dawned on me, like, wow, like, it hit me. Like, when I was younger, my dad used to drop us off to my mother's house, and he would, like, buy us candy. And I didn't want to go back to my mom's house because my dad was just so fun. He was so great. And I just wanted to be around him all the time because I felt like I was seen. I felt like I was heard. I felt like I felt like I, I, I was it was OK to exist. Like I was I had a place in the world because my dad made me feel special. And then I went over to my mom's house and then it was like I wasn't seen. You know, it was eight of us or at the time it was six of us. And my mom had a lot going on. I'm not going to make excuses for her, but I'm certainly not going to put all her business out there. It's just like I wasn't seen. You know, my, every, it seemed like everybody else had someone, but I was just so utterly alone. And it was so utterly boring and quiet. Um, and my dad would give us candy to kind of lighten the blow before he dropped us off. So it was like, fun, 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 candy. Get home, sad. Everything just dropped. And I felt this yesterday. I felt, I felt, I didn't, I didn't understand. I couldn't rationalize it in the moment. But once I calmed down and I was able to like come to myself, I realized that I was feeling those same feelings from childhood. You know, just a pause. You got to know when you are triggered because your triggers are clues that you should pay attention to and you should try to resolve because, you know, like you're living through an inner state, an inner child state. You're still living through the mindset of a child and it's not working out for you. It's not panning out in your favor. So it's just it was just really eye opening to be able to witness that and just to be aware of myself. So, yeah, it, it was like I was trying to escape through utilizing the opposite sex. 
And I, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with having someone around, but when it becomes something where you're trying to escape from someone, or I'm sorry, from a situation or an uncomfortable situation or a mood to self-soothe um, through the use of another person, it's, it's, it's toxic. And it's, it does more harm than it does good because when you are utilizing someone, they're not always going to be there, number one. So that's, that's the first thing. Number two, um, you are not really, you're not dealing with the situation. You're just kind of removing yourself enough to like numb the pain and the pain is being numbed some type of way. And I'm very guilty, everyone. I just want to put that out there that I use people, I I use men to numb the pain um, of childhood, of, of mindsets that I've carried, of trauma. And I know that it's not good. So I was just very grateful that I was able to uncover that. So with that, um, I mean, the, the goal here, which I was just thinking about too, like, like it, it definitely takes over the course of time, small actionable steps, small actions, small healthy decisions every day to help you to, to face, to, to conquer something that's big in the future. And the reverse is not, the reverse is like the opposite, which is mind boggling, but it takes one decision to mess things up. One this one decision to kind of blow things up, one big decision to blow things up, but it takes little minute decisions every day consistently to reach a goal in the future. So if you're wanting to do something like me, I want to get past this thing where I am completely and totally relying on men or escaping through men to like get to a place where I'm adaptive, where I'm, I'm relying on myself and I'm relying on my inner talk and my inner voice and just God and writing and yoga and all these things that I can do with just myself to get past things. I'm relying on that every day. And that's going to take, that's going to take, you know, small actionable steps. Like I said, um, that's going to, that's going to cater more to me in the, in the future. Um, but it's, it's going to take, um, it's going to take you, um, really, truly making decisions, small, minute decisions. And that's just, that's really what the name of the game is. Like if you, if you are able to do that, to really put yourself in a position where you are, um, facing yourself, then over time, these things will resolve. Like over time it will resolve. It's not going to take one big old decision and then you're finally healed. Like it's going to take everyday actionable steps and becoming aware of your pattern so that when the pattern does come along, you're able to combat it with something that's more adaptive as opposed to being maladaptive. Um, yeah, so that is pretty much all I wanted to talk about today. I hope that you heard something in this podcast that resonated with you and that you can really start to pay attention to your triggers, um, in your, your moods and stuff, because they, they're, they're definitely, um, centered on past events, childhood, uh, past events, teenagehood, past events, young adulthood, past events yesterday. So <laughs> pay attention to your triggers. Um, they lead to trauma and you're able to resolve the past by becoming aware and practicing actionable steps to get you in the best way, um, shape, form possible um, in the future. Because um, time is an illusion. You don't have to be like, okay, well, in a year, if I practice now, I'm going to do this. No, it could be, it, depending on how fast you work it and how much you do it, you don't know what God has planned for you and what the divine has plans for you has planned for you so yeah as always thank you so much for listening again my name is tonisha and i am so grateful that you have come here to share this time with me in this space with me and i hope that you can come back and subscribe to the space and yeah that is all for now have a great rest of your week